Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back, Droid Life Show. Today, episode 199. We are we're one away from the big 200. I don't know what that means, but it's Friday, March 29th. I'm your host, Kellen. With me, Tim. Tim, say hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here. So, welcome back to the show. Uh, not a huge news show uh, this week, but we do have a couple of weeks worth of stuff to talk about, like Google's big Stadia set of announcements around their gaming ideas. Uh, the G8, the LG G8 that you guys probably forgot about. You can actually pre-order that now. It, it didn't just disappear. We've got new Galaxy Fold leaks, uh, Galaxy Note 10 rumor that's kind of interesting. Uh, some other stuff like, uh, well, we want to talk about like what phones everyone who reads Droid Life owns. And the numbers are actually a little more shocking than I thought. YouTube TV is everywhere now. And of course, trivia is back. So trivia back uh we're giving away ten dollar google play credit to all of our winners this week uh if you're new around here at the end of the show once we get through all of our topics we do trivia where we just ask some questions and people who answer in the chat if they're watching live we uh we give them prizes we've given away stuff from like phones to headphones to chargers to whatever this week we're just giving everyone that uh that ten dollar google play credit it's really easy. get yourself a movie get yourself an app get a some, book get something get- right get smart get something yeah uh so uh we'll dive into topics first though uh before we do that nick fisher just dropped a dollar 99 donation said hey free super hat from youtube premium wait, super what? chats giving out free money for super chats i guess so that's sweet wait so if you give if you do a super chat you get a free hat really no no a, oh a free you... he meant super chat oh. not super hat i was like i, I like hats okay Free super <laughs> chat from YouTube Premium. So if you yeah. have YouTube Premium, you can just do free super chats. I don't know. I this is the first I've heard of it. <laughs> Nick, that's fantastic. All right. Thank Anyways, thanks. Much. Thanks for the dollar ninety nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's this type. Uh, all right. So let's let's dive in first. I, I think the biggest thing, and this was a week ago now, but Google Stadia is uh, is Google's new game streaming platform. So they hosted an event at uh google developer game developer conference sorry game developer conference gdc and they announced this thing uh some of it surprising some of it not like we kind of knew they were working on some sort of streaming thing there was rumors it might be a streaming gaming box which it is not at all but it is a service and they will have a controller that they will sell that will work with the service but you can use other controllers and things like that you can use keyboard and mouse whatever uh so stadia the thing we don't know is price. We don't know how much this thing is going to cost. And we don't know exactly when it's launching, but it's coming this year. And initially, it's only coming to the US, Canada, the UK, and Europe, uh, which is fine. We also don't know how much that controller is going to cost. Um, so those are some of the basics right now. You can't sign up for it. We don't know how much it's going to cost. Um, that stuff. We got more. Are these like the free? Oh, yeah, free super chats. Look at this. They're just rolling in. Dustin with the $2 says, yep, you get one free. Clinton with the $2, YouTube Premium for the MF win. Uh, that's great. Apparently, Thank you so it. much, yeah. YouTube. Thank you and so much. And for guys. those of you using your free one on us. Um, all right, so, so Google Stadia. So the idea yeah. is you can play AAA games through this platform kind of anywhere right we initially thought it was going to start with just a chrome browser because they had that project stream thing where they were letting people test out a new assassin's creed game through a chrome browser but it's it's kind of beyond that so ooh, hello doggy uh, 
So, so they're going to expand this so that you can play games through Stadia on like desktops, laptops, through your TV, through a Chromecast, on a tablet, on your phone. You can play games anywhere. Uh, keyboard and mouse, uh, if you want to play that way on a computer, using a controller, if you want to play that way. So you can kind of be in your office playing. You could be in your bedroom playing. You'd be on the toilet playing, on the couch, whatever, right? You can play anywhere with any device and there's like handoff of games between devices you can continue on from wherever so it, it sounds like this grand thing um we're talking up to 4k resolution streams at 60 frames per second potentially hdr surround sound if they want to scale to 8k they can one day i don't know why you would do that um 10.7 gpu teraflops which you know that doesn't mean much to me i'm sure doesn't that's, mean anything to anybody i'm sure that's great um they said that's way better than playstation 4 pro and xbox one x whatever um it's cross-platform multiplayer maybe i mean that's like all depends on games and stuff games, right yeah. yeah so like google says they're gonna do that at least support that but that's kind of up to games uh by the way xavier just dropped a dollar thank you xavier for the dollar um, let's see what else did they kind of say just in like the brief stuff well the controller looks kind of cool it looks like any old kind of controller a little more googly styled um, they want to partner with obviously YouTube gaming to do more streaming so they want to make it easy to stream from Stadia through YouTube there's probably going to be buttons in YouTube gaming that says like Stadia and things like that um, they want to make like sharing clips and stuff easier and playing with you know, gamers who have followers and subscribers, they want to make it easier for them to play with them. If that's something they're into, there's a Google assistant button on the stadia controller for some reason. What else Cause why not? Yeah. Cause why not? <laughs> Let's put Google assistant on everything. I mean, like these are like all ideas, right? Like it, it sounds great, but again, we don't know when it's launching. We don't know the games that will launch with stadia, which is kind of important, right? Like, they played uh, that new Assassin's Creed game with Project Stream, and then they said there's, like, a Doom game coming. Uh, we could get, like, NBA 2K just because they show they talked about that during their during their uh, unveiling of this thing. But we don't know, right? Like, is Fortnite going to be on there? I mean, like, we don't know. I, I'd imagine Fortnite. No. You don't think so? I mean, they're on everything else. Mm, like, yeah, know? I think... I think Epic is going to stay in control of Fortnite and how it's put out there. And I just don't think it's true streaming it. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think Epic's going to get involved. That's true. I didn't really think about that because they are in control of distribution. And so if Google launches stadia and it's some sort of store, they may not want Epic may not want to do that. So yeah, because Google's going to take, take the cut. cuts of their in-app purchases yeah. or whatever, you know, and to, which is why they aren't on Google play and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I, I didn't think about that. So maybe other games, right? Like it, it's not going to matter if there's no game. So we'll see again. They didn't talk about any of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, obviously there's worries over like latency, the, the internet. Input lag. Yeah. The, the internet connection you're going to need to be able to even stream properly. Um, so the idea of it being available on all these devices is great. And this idea that maybe they'll have this big catalog is great, but yeah, you have to have good internet to be able to do this and play games properly. And then yeah, latency and input lag and like, we, and we don't know, right. Are those going to be good or not? Well, no one ever said the service was for everyone. You know, maybe it's just for the fortunate few who have a good internet. So 
you know, what sucks is in order to get good internet, you got to live in a decent spot, uh, you know, to have that service. Yeah. And and that sucks. You know, you, you'd always want to have a service that's available to everyone. But um, I, I'm, I was watching one YouTuber today who was talking about it. His name's Jack Frags. He's a Battlefield guy. And um, his main concern is he, he lives in the U.K., uh, doesn't have the greatest like internet connection out there, and was like, "Dude, I mean, I, will I be able to even stream 4K at 60 frames per second? Will I be limited to 1080p at 30 frames per second? Like, we just don't know a lot of those right. technical details yet. They can throw out teraflops, you know, but like that's, you know, that's happening on a server that's a thousand miles away potentially. Right. I mean, it just doesn't matter. So. We just don't know yet. Um, I will say Project Stadia is the worst, or you know, Stadia in general is just the worst name ever. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the name either. Of course, yeah. I mean, it has a meaning, uh, which we'll get to later. But uh, I think they could have done better. And you know, will this just be another Google service that right. gets canned a couple of years down the road if it doesn't pan out? I know that a lot of people are talking about not just Google, but Microsoft. You know, is talking about just having a, a digital only Xbox. Um, I could see it potentially getting there, but it's only going to be available to those who, like you said, have great internet connections, right. people in like a metropolitan area. Right. So how do you get this adopted, you know, by people who don't have great internet? I, I don't think you do. So yeah, this is, is sort of, of like a almost a problem. niche thing. Yeah. And, and I get like they, they tar- they're trying to target the streaming community and things like that. Cause Twitch has obviously been killing it in terms of streaming, whereas YouTube gaming, not necessarily, but yeah, that's in the grand scale of everything. It's kind of a small group of people. And are you going to convince people from Twitch to switch over to YouTube gaming just for Stadia? I don't know. Especially not if the if, if it requires all of that. Like I'm pretty sure some dude that doesn't have the greatest internet on the planet can probably be a streamer on Twitch and play like a console, right? But like sure. Stadia, I don't I don't know if you're gonna be able to do that. Like if if you don't have good internet and your experience sucks and you're not going to be a good gamer because your experience sucks on it, so. It, it does seem uh, like there's some limitations there. You brought up, is Google just going to abandon this thing soon? I think they told some media who asked that question because that's what everyone asked Google when they mm-hmm. announced something new, right? Uh, and they were like, oh, no, we're totally behind this. Probably just like they were totally behind Hangouts as the future and probably when they were behind Allo as the future of messaging. I mean, Google talks about being the future of whatever's new and then they kill it and not in like a couple of years. So, Well, you can't ask Google to tell you like what their you know, what their hopes are. Of course, they hope it takes off. But, you know, Google, they are the masters of throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. So, you know, you can't get a straight answer from them because, you know, they they have no idea. So they can take a guess, you know. Yeah. So And, of course, yeah, they they hope it's a big deal. I don't know. The presentation was flashy, and they made a bunch of bold promises. And It's always flashy. The controller comes in three different colors, which is just great. Holy moly. Does uh, it have like paddles on the back though, like a scuff? Because if not, I I can't nope, use it. No paddles, just two, just like the double triggers, but no yep. no paddles. I shan't be using Stadia then. Well, you, you know, can and, probably use your scuff. With well, the, yeah, they did say they did say it does support it. You're right. You're right. I, excuse me, yeah. but you just I won't, won't have a Google controller. Exactly. Yeah. I won't have a Google Assistant button then, and maybe I won't have special like streaming buttons or whatever. I mean, they mentioned that the controller did do some special stuff, so it does. Yeah, it totally has like a quick like screenshot and share button and some other menus. Dang and things it! Like, that. like it has kind of some cool stuff if you're like into sharing clips and you're a streamer. But uh, I am so wow. interested in sharing clips. I pwn. I see them all the time from you for sure. Yeah. Uh, real quickly before we get 
too far into it. Uh, Xavier with the dollar, Russell with the dollar, Scott with the dollar two times, apparently. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, thank you guys so much for that super chat love. God, I'm feeling it. Super chat love today. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Stadia, in, in theory, there's some cool things going on there. On the flip side of that, there's like all these questions that we just don't have answers to yet. And like when later in 2019, when things launch, uh, hopefully we know more. The price isn't like 40 bucks a month. They have fixed latency issues. Like I, I just, before the show, I was just seeing what some of the gaming sites said and like pcgamer.com or something was like, I played Doom in the demo at the event and I died because the latency was crap. So oh. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> that's perfect. In the control demo setting. So that's just what you want to hear. Yeah. So they've got, um, they've got some things they got to prove to us before I think. And then again, you know, we just don't know the price. So it's kind of hard to get really excited when you go, I don't know how much this is going to cost. I don't know what games I can play. Is it just like, is it a monthly subscription service or is it like steam where you buy games and just play them through that? Right? Like, do I go to the stadia store and just buy assassin's creed for 60 bucks and play it on there? Or am I paying 15 bucks a month to play like all sorts of games? We don't even know that, do we? Uh, no. So, yeah, very, uh, very up in the air what we're going to think about this, but yeah. whatever. And people were talking about pricing as well. I think if there's one thing we do know uh, about Google is that they don't mind taking a hit in the beginning. Um, a lot of their services launch for cheaper prices to get those early adopters. So expect to see a good price. However, you know, I mean, I think about GeForce Now. And that's still in beta. I don't know if we ever got. I was kind of. I was trying to look to see if Nvidia ever gave us like actual pricing per month for GeForce Now. I mean, that would be its closest kind of a comparison service. And I'm not seeing anything. All I'm seeing is beta access. And that thing's been around for a long time. So. Did they just expand it like to either more devices or something? But they never like left it out of beta. It was something weird. Like something happened fairly recently on Shield, where like it expanded the beta to something. I can't remember. Yeah, there was still it's still Mac OS, Windows PC, and Shield. Um, but I know they I know they've got Fortnite. So maybe that's a good sign that Fortnite would be available on Stadia. Uh, but yeah, again, no no idea. I have to say either way it's official now and we probably won't hear anything else about it for six months great <laughs> five months you know when they say launching before the end of the year that could mean like next year january so we'll, we'll see could also be never could also be <laughs> never this is true speaking of almost never launching the lg g8 is officially launching now uh yeah. lg yesterday announced that uh pre-orders are opening today so they announced pre-orders yesterday they're live today and and remember the g8 was announced a month ago and we have heard nothing from about it from lg since then almost now, two months has it been almost two months no well february, it was mwc right, right? Yeah. early early february no that's usually late february no so but it's been a full month though. way you, too doesn't long. it feel like forever because like samsung announced stuff has released phones everyone's reviewed them like that's been done for a couple of weeks and lg we still had no idea so uh i mean that's what lg does so that's not something new uh however they they announced the price uh they announced pre-orders open today and the device when is the device arrive? Oh, april 11th april 11th april 11th and everyone will have it at&t verizon t-mobile sprint us cellular xfinity mobile best buy b&h like it'll be sold unlocked i think all that stuff uh 
it's it's a weird pricing announcement because they said it's going to cost like 820 bucks except no one's selling it for 820 bucks um like Verizon's running some deals where you can get like a thousand dollars in savings, which I don't. That doesn't even make. I don't even know how that adds up. AT and T will give you one free if you sign up for one of their two and a half year contracts. Uh, T Mobile is just selling the thing at six twenty instead of eight twenty, and and they said that's not a deal. They said that's just what they're selling it at. So I don't. I don't even know where this eight twenty price originated from, ex- except from LG just saying that. Uh, Best Buy is going to sell it for what like six fifty. And yeah, and then B and H has it for like six ninety nine. Six ninety nine. Yeah, you can even keep track of what's going on. So I must be the only person who's like physically mad at LG for this. I mean, this is a, a botched launch. It's terrible. The phone, as someone said, is lukewarm at best. It's not even on the hot scale. It is. It's a G seven with a couple of tweaks, a time of flight camera, a gesture uh, and, thing. Gesture. Yeah, gesture thing. Man, this phone is dead, and the fact that there's not this kind of unison pre-order, not a unison launch price, it just goes to show that LG, it's completely possible they just have no idea anymore. Um, whoever's running that place has gots to go. Um, I keep saying, like, I'll do the job, and, you know, we both do the job. <laughs> Scott Washington in the chat says, lukewarm, it's effing raw. Thank you for the Gordon Ramsay uh, reference there. It is raw. Um, Are we going to approve that? Sure. Oh, I'm approving the hell out of that. <laughs> um, so, LG's got me mad, and um, I guess we'll we'll find out. You know, I went hands on with the device in San Francisco not too long ago, ahead of the Galaxy phone, and like by the time I left San Francisco, I forgot LG. I did anything like that. Phone was just so. Who cares? Uh, just because the Galaxy just blows it away. Blows it away. It's a mile ahead of it. So, yeah. it's uh, it's not good. It's, it's feeling... going to be a bad year for LG. I, I'm telling you, it's going to be terrible. They're going to lose a ton of money. Yeah. A ton. It feels like they didn't try that hard with the uh, with the G8. Try um, that hard. You know, and then they did that. They labeled a phone the V50, which is just a V40 with a new processor. So, they certainly didn't and try 5G. with didn't try with that one. Yeah, I mean, but that's why like the only reason it's changed to 5G is because it has a processor that supports 5G, right? So like they Well, it's the race. Yeah. It's the race to get that first 5G. But if I mean, look in the history book, man, the first phone to get 4G LTE, the th- the blunderbolt. Mm-hmm. That was a Not flop good. too. You don't want that thing. You're so cer- like you certainly don't... can't bet on 5G or no, early don't on. Bet on 5G. Not early on, no. So they created the G8 which feels very much like a V30 with with trimmer specs except a vibrating screen and a hand wave gesture and then they did a v55 g which is just a v40 with a new processor what do they even have left because those are the two phones they do for the year right we get the new v series in the fall so are they are we going to get a v60 already this year a v51 a v55 uh are we going to come up with something i don't, I don't know I, highly unlikely i'm with the chat i don't know what the hell LG's doing anymore um this phone it could be a fine phone. It has like mostly proper specs and yeah, it has the dated notch from a year ago. I just kind of, like you said, you go, would you buy this over a galaxy S 10? And I don't think I would do that. So there's nothing 
that sticks out about this phone that makes me get excited about it and the fact that it's way late and it feels like it's a year behind the S10. Like when you look at the GA, don't you go, oh yeah, okay, no, that doesn't really stack up to the S10, does it? None of it does. So I don't, it's not, it's not a good, not a good start to the year for LG and we're, you know, at the end of March. Yeah, sure, there's plenty of time to change it around or turn it around, change course, but... No, not really. I mean, these things take so much time and effort, R&D, manufacture. I mean, oh, yeah. they invested in this thing. Someone was like, this is this is our 2019. Like, who's signing the checks? I got a bridge I could sell you. How, that is ridiculous. How many how many execs, though, have they shuffled? Haven't they done some shuffling in the last couple of years? And they nothing. Every year, it's yeah. musical chairs with who's head of mobile. And right now, it's their head of home entertainment. So whoever's doing TVs, who's doing apparently oh, a really right. good job with that, home appliances, etc. Um, he's now in charge of mobile, too. So, may, but you know, he's he's kind of yeah, this, taking this over one what was already existing. Yeah. Exactly, not on him. So maybe we'll give him to, we'll give him to twenty twenty when Bernie's elected and this guy's been in charge for long enough. Maybe LG's going to put out a good phone. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. If the guy's so, around that long, right? exactly. So the year Bernie gets elected is the year LG's going to put out a good phone. There you go. I've said it. <laughs> Never T- time stamp it. Yeah, time yeah. stamp it right there. God damn. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so the G8 is uh, it's coming April 11th. Um, we'll certainly get one in house and review it in case you are interested. Um, Could be a sleeper. Tim wrote up that the G8 was available for pre order today. There's one comment, and it There's was one comment, and it was Clean Droid with, with this amazing comment. That was it, right? That was like uh, well, I saw one other come in afterwards. I think it, so. It might be up to two. Okay. <laughs> so clearly, you guys are very, very excited about the LG G8. Uh, Speaking of semi-interesting products, let's move over to the Galaxy Fold. Let's change it up oh, a little bit. So Samsung's okay. Galaxy Fold, you guys know, was announced back at the S10. It's the foldable thing that costs $2,000, and it's coming April 26th or something. Uh, AT&T and T-Mobile will have it. So in the last week or so, uh, some news that, you know, I mean, we, we kind of know what this phone is, but we haven't had a lot of time with it in our hands, that sort of thing. So an AT&T model popped up in the wild from some youtube channel that sells uh unlock services like you, it's like the worst video ever they posted another one today i believe too it's like in, the thing was filmed in portrait mode with shaky hand and stuff but you can see this person like playing with the phone and he unfolds it and puts it back together and stuff like that uh that showed up <laughs> Um, then someone reached out to Sam mobile and like gave their first impressions of the phone saying that they have one. And then as all of that's going on, Samsung released a video that said, um, we test these things a lot. We fold them a lot, like 200,000 times in order to uh, see how long this, uh, this flexible glass will last. And they say it should last 200,000 times, or they think five years worth of use. If you unfold it a hundred times per day, do you think you'd use your phone? Well, I guess this is a different type of phone, but like how many times a day do you think you unlock your phone? I'm sure digital well-being could tell me that. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe. It's got to be over 100. Yeah, like got to be over 100, right? It's got to be, right? I was going to try and check digital well-being. Yeah, I'm sure it'll actually tell you. So if you're using the Galaxy Fold, then, well, first of all, I don't know that any of us are keeping the Galaxy Fold for five years, although it is a $2,000 phone, so you might want to. Uh but let's let's say you do two hundred times a day. That should still you should still be good for like two years, right? Yeah, I would think so. So yeah, I mean, if we double the amount of times, then just 
two and a half years basically before the thing dies on you, assuming it lasts that full time. So, yeah. uh, I, I guess that's not terrible. It is a foldable piece of glass. So two and a half years, maybe worth it's, it's fine. Uh, that you probably, you probably also, also aren't going to unfold it every time you use it. Right. That's mostly for doing special things or something instead of using that mini screen on the front. Uh, anyway, so the interesting story that came out about the Galaxy Fold is this thing from Sam, Sam Mobile where they, someone like had their hands on it and gave them like this like mini review. And uh, they said, well, the display for sure has a crease down the middle. Like, remember when this thing was unveiled? And uh, I can't remember, if it was, was it DJ Co that was on stage holding it? Which Samsung exec was on was on stage holding it? That was DJ, wasn't it? I'm assuming it is. He's usually there. So he's holding the thing and he's like showing it off. And I remember I took a screenshot and that posted it about how it was bad. And I was like, hey, look at this crease in the middle. And all these people in the comments tap tapping away doing their like, yeah, you're terrible at this. You hate Samsung. That's not a crease. It's just not unfolded all the way, right? And it's like, okay, the the executive that runs this thing at Samsung doesn't know how to unfold the thing all the way. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, everything we've seen since then shows that when this thing is unfolded, you can see a crease in the damn thing, right? And so this person talked to Sam Mobile and said, yeah, there's 100% when it's folded fully flat, you can see this little crease in the middle. And not only that, they said, as you're swiping around it, you can feel the crease every time you swipe your finger over it so you know that's not amazing um and and that kind of and i get that this is like a first gen thing and we expect there to be some issues but it's a two thousand dollar first gen thing and if there is a crease and you have to feel that every time i that's kind of a major turnoff like it feels like this isn't really quite ready for prime time if 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 that's the case i still think it's awesome yeah, still want it cool. yeah kind of like i mean it's just cool it's just something different right i mean we've been just doing phones like i haven't i don't remember the last time i touched an android tablet and i'll be the first to tell you android tablets suck but this is like somewhere in the middle and i you know i kind of like that front how it's just kind of small you know you can just kind of glance and use things sparingly and then you know open it up on the couch have a bigger display for watching stuff or doing things like ah call you know it could be the pile of cash I've got sitting next to me from Samsung, but like I'm really excited for the Galaxy Fold, and I think you should buy one too. <laughs> I mean, we will try to get one in house. Samsung doesn't talk to us, so we'll probably have no, to they buy don't. one, and it could be hard because these could be limited and getting. And the thing is, like, if AT and T and T Mobile are selling them, they'll put a whole bunch of restrictions around how you get it. Like, you have to sign up six new lines and and sign contracts, and I'm not really interested in that. So. We'll see. We will do whatever we can to try and get a hold of one of these things. A little two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, insane. It's kind uh, of ridiculous. So, like, that's kind of concerning. This this person also pointed out that there might be some software issues. Like, it's not quite ready. Like something about like Chrome not re-rendering properly when you switch between the displays and stuff like that. But like, those are software bugs. I'm assuming they will they will figure out. Uh, these hands-on videos, though, they're the phone looks nice and also not nice. Like on the outside, because it's all metal and they put this cool looking hinge on the outside, it looks kind of different and at least unique. And then you unfold it and you get the crease and you get this super rim around the whole thing. And there's the giant notch in the top right corner, which is odd. Um, and when you fold it, it we knew this, but it doesn't fold flat. So there's like a gap in between like where the hinge is. So, Like a binder. Yes, like a binder. So 
there's some issues there. Uh, we got a month basically before it comes out, which is fine, but they're not going to improve the hardware before then. We just have to hope that the software becomes great. Uh, it's going to be a tough sell, but uh, if anything, we know this industry loves to be early adopters of garbage, so this probably will sell like hotcakes for $2,000. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's enough Samsung fanboys out there oh, just yeah. to get it going. Oh, so. yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, lots of stuff has been coming out about this fold. I'm assuming the people who actually do get word from Samsung and review units, they might have one soon. So we'll probably see more and more leaks about the Galaxy Fold very, very soon. Um, If these random, like, unlock sim guys on YouTube have it, then I'm assuming more people are going to have it soon. Mm. Anyways, we'll try to get one for you so we can weigh in with our own trash thoughts on the uh, Galaxy Fold. Yeah, feel free to hit up Samsung Mobile US on Twitter and say, yo, the guys from Droid Life should get a Galaxy Fold for review. It won't help, but you could always try. It definitely won't help, but you could always try. (laughs) Damn. Uh, Still on Samsung, though, we got our first Galaxy Note 10 rumor. Nice. Uh, I did not read this at all, other than I know that uh, it's rumored to not have any buttons. Do you want to talk about what this this rumor is? Because I think I know, and I think I want to talk trash about this as well, but I I don't know. Well, you probably do, just considering your experience with keyless phones. But the the report is keyless Galaxy Note 10. No physical buttons, no volume, no power, everything done with sort of, you know, sensitive sides, uh, gestures, etc. And that, and that squeezy sides. And, uh, and that's it. And it's going to be apparently uh, announced in August and released either late August or early September. And, and that's it. And so in that post, you know, I talk about the U12, how that thing sucked. Oh, and yeah, but, but it tried to have buttons. They were just fake buttons. Is, right. is this report that it's just going to be fully smooth on the side? Like what was that? What was that phone that just came out recently that had zero buttons or ports? Oh, well, that was a, uh, was that a Xiaomi or an no, Oppo? No. Oh, what? Uh, uh, um, Redmi? No. no. I can't remember. Somebody in the chat's going to get this before we are. I'm going to have yeah, to prob- Google it. Someone, in the, ch- someone in the chat has to know. <laughs> Either way, it's like that. I'm looking it up right now because there's enough of a delay that no one knows. Uh, Evo. Vivo NEX? No. Is that what it was? Uh-uh. No. It's the other company. <sighs> the Vivo Apex, yeah. No, it's not. That I guess that could be one, but they weren't the first one. I swear we wrote this thing up. We did. I remember it. It was uh, Droid Life. The future has no buttons or whatever. <laughs> Still trying to find it. <laughs> yeah, here it is. In my zoo. My zoo. That's it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 I still can't find our story on it. Great, Google. Future has no buttons. You just have to remember the headline. I remember every headline we've ever posted. Yeah, but you would think (laughs) if I search for buttonless, portless phone droid life, it might find. Did you put droid life first or last? Last. That's your problem. It usually works. That's how I Google everything. (laughs) Google hates us. I always put droid life first. Okay, so Meizu or Maizu. Yeah, those guys. Okay, so are we talking about a phone like that? Or are we talking about U12? Well, I mean, it was kind of lacking in specifics. It just, it kept saying buttonless, keyless, no physical buttons. So I I assume it'll still have ports and a speaker. Yeah, they're not going to get rid of ports, right? We'll have speakers. We'll definitely have USB-C and a headphone jack. Uh, Is is taking away buttons one of those things that improves our life? 
I think that just makes everything more confusing. You have to think about things more. You're no, just... if it's intuitive, if if it's intuitive and smooth, then it's fine. You know, like if you just kind of like pick up your phone and you say like kind of maybe in a certain spot, kind of do a little press right there on the side. If it's sensitive enough, uh, you know, it goes up or down or whatever. Like, I don't know. I think in our memory banks, <laughs> we are computers. We already know kind of like how, where the volume button should be and all that. Maybe just muscle memory. So maybe if they just sort of make them go away and just make it sensitive or have like a little, you know, non-physical button, like a key you don't press. There's got to be something as like an indicator indicator. so that you know. Because otherwise, if I just have to remember that the left side, I just do a little swipey-do on the side and that changes the volume. That sucks. I, I need at least some sort of button indicator. Where I can, and not the way HTC did it, because that's terrible, because that never did work. Mm. I, I don't know. That just seems dumb. It just seems like we're trying to make it the sleekest looking phone ever with no buttons, just for the it sake of be. being cool. It's, but I don't, that, it sounds like a terrible idea. Well, Samsung apparently disagrees with you, because uh, <laughs> according to the, uh, who was it? ET News, who posted this report, their industry source. Samsung thinks that keyless and buttonless is the future. So that phones in the future will not have buttons. It'll all be gestures and other stuff. Sensitive squeeze stuff. Sometimes a little button is not a is not a bad a bad idea. Like pressing a power button to make your phone just kind of stop. Also, if your phone freezes and you need to like do a reboot, try doing that without buttons. Like that's not fun. Screenshots. Well, just, it, I don't it's like sensitive. We, yeah, I mean, we just don't know how they're going to implement know. it. I just, in general, the idea of going buttonless sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, you're a hater. I am. I am. I'm a gesture hater mostly, so that's probably partly why. You're not forward thinking enough. This is true. <laughs> I do get stuck in my old ways. <laughs> old man killing at it again. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. So, talking about the future, Huawei uh, P30 was announced this week. Yeah, and the P30 Pro. I, I should yeah. forget the uh, the P30 Don't Pro. The Pro. Uh, so Huawei announced phones, and uh, that's about all I have to say about that. <laughs> well, there's not much else to say, unfortunately. Um, here in the U.S., as everyone knows, the uh, Huawei phones are not for sale through U.S. carriers or Amazon or Huawei's own consumer site. You can, of course, import them and find you know other ways to bring them to the country. Um, you're just probably never going to get an update for it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So. I mean, these these sound great. And I'm being oh, yeah. Per- purposely short. Yeah. Like, they have lots of cameras. 40 megapixels, 20 megapixels, 50 times zooms. Uh, you know, they've got the faded colorways, which i think they're doing okay and no one else is it's fine uh the phone looks sleek it's got a little baby teardrop up top uh it looks like a samsung with a baby teardrop yeah i mean it still looks like you know they're and an the iphone 20 game. or whatever yeah, it, yeah. And, and the specs are all there we got storage and oled displays and big batteries and in display fingerprint readers and things i think uh but yeah you can't buy huawei phones in the u.s it's hard to get really excited about these. I know we have some readers outside of the U.S. There's probably some people in our chat right now not from the U.S., and they probably would love it if we were to dive into the world of Huawei, but like 90% of our readers are from the U.S., and so it's kind of hard for us to get super-duper excited about whatever Huawei's doing. Yeah, all I can say is if you do live in an area that does have uh, Huawei 
compatibility, if you're not at war with uh, China at the moment, Huawei seems like some solid devices. I know their software has gotten a lot better. I actually have a, what is this, a P20 Pro or something. It was last year's, like, the the, the camera god. And yeah, it was right. okay. Like, eh, I didn't know if it was all that good. I don't know if I'd take this over the Pixel, but uh, I took it with me to Hawaii when I was doing that big old camera shootout. And uh, it was a... Uh, it was a fine phone, and the software has gotten a lot better than those man Honor and Huawei phones I used back in the day, like the Mate 9 oh, and yeah. the Honor 8 and all that. Things have changed. So, if uh, yeah, if you are able to get a Huawei phone, like I, I'd probably be checking it out because they're right up there with Samsung in terms of you know the the specs that they're offering and the camera and all that. So, not a bad thing. Uh, not a bad thing to look into if you're able to. Well, and across the globe, because they're not in the U.S. again, they sell more phones than anyone except Samsung, right? Like, they're selling more than Apple often. They kind of flip-flop with Apple for number two and number three. But they sell a lot of phones. If they were (laughs) in the U.S., they probably would still sell a lot more phones. But the U.S. US government's really not a fan of them. So, uh, the P30 and P30 Pro look fantastic. And you can go on YouTubes and bloggers and and find like early impressions. And people will show you the super zoomies and all that stuff. We we just won't have that. I'm sorry, but we told you about it. We certainly told you. <laughs> um, I was trying to look at how many. Yeah, people seem to care. I mean, so the the P30 P30 Pro will never come to the U.S. No, and it that post has more than 20 comments whereas the ga it's up for pre-order here in the u.s two comments <laughs> no one cares about lg i'm back to lg man i'm so mad at them sorry but yeah uh lucky you uh, because as android you know i like having choice i like having options mm-hmm. and with the u.s government and god they're stingy um this whole no huawei thing totally sucks so it actually does. I wouldn't mind like, like, I, actually using one of their phones for a while, but it's just a little bit make a lot of sense. Like, do you care if they were like spying on you or anything? Like I typically don't worry too much about the spying stuff. I get everything from Google play. I know there could be some backend security hole where Huawei and the Chinese government are spying <laughs> on me. Uh, but no, I'm maybe to a fault. I'm not really big on the worrying about that stuff. I kind of just hand over my life to whatever phone I use, which could be a huge mistake, but I would totally use a Huawei phone if they had any sort of presence here. Same. They just don't. Uh, Dan in the chat says tech YouTubers love Huawei. That's because Huawei flies them all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that well, I mean, would be why. Could... Yep. They, they do. They go to China. They go, they to, go to Europe. Europe. They, just, they just flew everyone to Paris. Yeah, so if you were getting flown around the world, yeah. uh, would you want to talk smack about that company? You know, who's paying for your trips? Not, no, you wouldn't. You'd probably, you'd love on them a little bit. Maybe not overly to show, you know, what's going on, but you'd probably be like, okay, they're pretty cool. You might fail to disclose that they flew you to Paris and wherever else they've flown you. But yeah, that, yeah. Don't, go, don't tell too much. We've got to keep, uh, keep that going. Anyway, yes, that's the coverage that you see from Huawei. On the YouTubes. Plenty of blogs. Be, Plenty of blogs, too. I'd be a shill. I just don't get asked to be a shill. <laughs> and I I hate that. Man. Tim wants to go to China. Tim wants to go to China. I want to see the Great Wall. <laughs> on okay. Huawei's dime, though. On Huawei's oh, dime. I'm not going to do it on my own. 
Yeah. Anyway, while yeah. if you're listening, hook, hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving out of there into more depressing talk. Uh, Google's inbox, the greatest email service ever created that only fools refuse to use, mm. uh, dies next week. Thank God. Yeah, yeah who's the fool now? Uh, <laughs> so Google inbox dies next week, April 2nd, we believe to be the last day. And uh, you only have four? A couple of days? Four days? Yeah. three days at least like three you have like three or so days if you're listening to this right now to uh to find a replacement um i wish i could tell you what the best replacement is but as tim knows i've been testing a new email app every other day and i hate all of them <laughs> just use gmail man. so you should probably just use gmail because it's not terrible it's not as good as inbox it's not terrible um yeah I tried, uh, I mean, there's Outlook, like Microsoft's Outlook app. A lot of people like, I don't necessarily love it that much, but I, I know there's a lot of DL readers that love it. Like when it first came out, I kind of like poked a little fun at it and people were mad at me. They said, you just uh. don't know. And they got mad. So Microsoft's Outlook app could be an option. Um, there's, <laughs> they seriously got mad at me. There's a uh, new, cause they're forced to use it for work. Probably. That's actually a lot of it. Uh, there's Newton Mail, which uh, Essential owns, by the way, now. And Newton Mail died last year, and then Essential just revived it. So there's Newton Mail, but Newton Mail costs 50 bucks per year if you want to use it. I am testing Newton Mail under a free trial right now. It's like a 14-day free trial thing. Uh, it seems okay. Um, it's lacking features, so you can't really customize much. But there's Newton Mail if you if you want to do Newton Mail and pay 50 bucks per year. There's an app called Edison Mail, which I feel like I tried at one point in time, and it's free and a third party, but I think it's only like Android, iOS. Like, I don't think they have a desktop experience. So, on desktop, you'd have to find something else. Whereas, like, Newton has desktop and apps. That's dumb. Yeah. Uh, there's Spark, which uh, Spark Mail has been on iOS and Mac forever. They have no Android, Windows, or web uh, experiences. They've said, like, look, we're going to try to launch around the time. Uh, on android that inbox dies so inbox dies in three days and we still don't have spark so tough to say there so like these are your options and there's probably some even more obscure third-party apps and like do you speaking of privacy do you trust them uh with your email i think everyone's gonna probably just go to gmail and just the inbox people are just gonna hate life for a little while forever forever yeah i saw someone talking smack about the gmail redesign like Bring it on, dude. The new Gmail is hot. Once it gets support for dark mode and it goes black, then it's going to be sick. Like, I get it. It's not as pretty as Inbox. It doesn't group things like Inbox. Like, who can get over yourselves? You know, you're. it's super pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> we Inbox users, we're just proud of the fact that we're smarter than everyone else. That's all. So smart that they're dumping you hard with like no backup. They're saying, "Here you go, G- Gmail lifeboat. Hop have, on or just this drown. guide, right? Like Google put this, together this guide that says, like, this is how to transition back to Gmail, and it's like the worst guide ever. Like none of the features from Inbox that we appreciate about Inbox are in Gmail. Like they just don't exist. Like they're like, we brought snoozing over, and it's like every email app outside of Gmail has had snoozing for like four years." <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I think I told you my problem with Gmail is it's, I need like, I need some more color. I need like a red bar at the top. I, cause yeah. like the, the, all the white of that kind of pisses me off. 
but yeah, like the thing you were just making fun of me about the grouping is actually why inbox is great because you can manage email pretty damn efficiently. Whereas like when I wake up in the morning to 30 emails in Gmail, I have to go like one by one and swipe through all the crap that I have in there inbox. I can just hit like one button. So that's what really pisses me off. I mean, I try to use inbox so many times I downloaded it God, it's great. over and over. And again, I could just never quite grasp having to sort of learn the system with the grouping and all that stuff. And and I appreciated that it pulled like travel data, which was awesome. And then I'd see that in Google now. And when it were in package data, when, when it worked, it was cool. I just don't know if it was as quick and seamless as I would have liked it to be. It just felt like I could never really grasp it. Gmail, boom, I've got a huge inbox full of emails. I can look at them or I can just mass delete. Like typically just mass delete. But you can't really mass delete because you have to like check the box for every single one. Like that's so tedious and terrible. Nope, I go in there, I click that box for select, select all, delete. (laughs) I just, I'll, I'll, I'll skin the headlines. I'll see if it's marked as important or not. And if it's not important, it's gone. So... I've tried. I keep trying. Well, you're going to have to because I'm sure I'm just going to end up in Gmail. Yeah. I'm sure I'll just end up in Gmail because, like I said, I'm on like the 17th Mac app (laughs) that maybe has some sort of version on Android and they're all bad compared to in my inbox experience. But we'll get there. So, anyway, we got like three days left and that's going to suck. I mean, I'm probably just going to take April 2nd off. Like, I'm just not going to work that day. Well, just quit email. Like, why even... uh... That's true. I could just quit doing email forever. That's actually not a terrible idea. I always thought about that. I mean, like, why why are we so attached to email? Like, fax me, bro. Like, it's 2019. Email is, like, so 2012. Send me a digital fax through (laughs) text message. That would be perfect. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Lars is saying, uh, well, Brandon's talking about... Maybe I deleted my Samsung money statement. Maybe I deleted the Huawei <laughs> invite to China email. I mean, see, those things would have been marked as important. Yeah. Uh, and I would not have deleted them. So <laughs> hopefully not. That would be really funny, actually. I need to check my spam, too. The Huawei stuff might have been marked as spam. Yeah, That's probably. possible. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm officially depressed now. Let's move on to uh, – oh, Apple had an event this week. Nice. Was, this was this week. Right? Yeah, it was Monday. Monday. I'll try to do this quickly if there's actually anything interesting from it. So Apple had an had an event and they talked about services. They revealed no new hardware. Uh they announced their own gaming service called what was it? Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade. And they tried to take a little shot at Google and they were like, You don't have to stream this. You can play all these games offline. Except like they're all mobile <laughs> games. And I know mobile gaming is kind of a thing, but no serious wow. no serious gamer plays mobile games on a regular basis. Okay, you do, but not like in a competitive way, I should say. That's um, false. It's totally not false. Wait, what did you say? I said was mobile. The... You don't play mobile games in like a serious competitive way. Yes, you do. Talk to the boys who over at Razor Phone, who they have championships all the time for their little mobile League of Legends or whatever. Don't quote not in me this on country. Game. Not in this country. Damn it! Oh Jesus! <laughs> I think they maybe yeah maybe That's you're right. Maybe game. not in. I'm this a mobile country. game hater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But anyway. I, I I assure you. Sorry. No, no. I know there's like mobile competitions in of even what PUBG you're Mobile. About. Oh is yeah. Competitive. Again, I don't really think that's like a U.S. thing. But Apple Arcade could be everywhere. Fine. <laughs> anyway, they announced that they announced uh, Apple News Plus, 
which is a subscription news service where you pay like 10 bucks a month and you get access to a bunch of magazines and no speaking of nothing no one doing something no one reads magazines anymore so i don't know why you would want to pay 10 bucks a month to read magazines do people read magazines when was the last time you read a magazine but when you weren't like flying somewhere oh never <laughs> okay because I there's like a stack, I'm pretty sure, on my kitchen counter of like, my wife has like, I don't even know why she has a women's health subscription. I think someone signed her up for it because all of a sudden it just showed up one day and she's like, hey, thanks, whoever subscribed me to this. Uh, I used to get magazines and then they just stacked, right? They just stacked. Yeah. Um, so people keep saying in the chat that Apple just announced that AirPower died. I know. I saw that. I just... I'm talking about Apple now, damn it. Can I get through this? And then we'll talk We're about Air Power We're going to get there. Uh, so, so Apple News Plus. Uh, then they announced Apple TV channels. I don't even know what the hell that is. It basically sounded like apps that you just install on your Apple TV. And then they announced Apple TV Plus. What was the like subscription thing where they're trying to be the new Netflix? I don't even know. They announced something where they're trying to be Netflix. and uh, Bad idea. Yeah, and uh, the issue there is that all of their shows, like, no one's seen yet, and they, they want to be the new Netflix, and they signed up all these major celebrities to make shows and stuff, and they didn't announce pricing for that either. I don't even know if they said when that's coming. So they announced that, too. Uh, and then the other thing they announced was a credit card for Apple Pay. Now, this actually sounds like the biggest deal of it all, I think. Like, if Apple were to get everyone of their phone owners to sign up for a credit card with Apple, I can't even imagine how much more money they would be printing, uh, which is kind of wild to think. And they're offering, like, instant cash back every day if you use Apple Pay and depending on if you swipe and all this stuff. And, of course, they talked about privacy and they said low interest rates. And we'll, we'll see. Well, for who? You know, yeah. for people with 850 with a beacon i mean come on well right and like we'll see like what low means to apple right oh 750 uh, but they had low. it's got to be right yeah but so Sorry. they but so they talked about like there's no late fees and annual fees and stuff like that or an over limit fees and i kind of just go how are you gonna how's apple actually gonna do that like not charge people late fees for not paying their bill like how does that work i guess they just keep tacking on interest on top of interest i'm not really not really sure there. Uh, they'll have a physical card, which is made of titanium. Holy. <laughs> it's like laser etched. God, it like laser you want to talk about pretentious. It's the people who throw down their metal credit cards yes. when, you know, paying the bill at the restaurant. Get over yourself, bro. Get over yourself. What I love about that is I saw, I don't know how many people go, this is going to be the ultimate new, like, status symbol. And I'm like, really? Like, everyone owns an iPhone. Everyone is going to have access to the Apple card. There's nothing status about having a physical Apple card other than it says that you own an iPhone. I, like, I kept saying, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be the ultimate. No, like, it used to be, like, what was it, the black card? Like, wasn't it, like, the Visa black card? Like, that was, like, a status symbol because you had to be, like, stupid rich and all of this stuff to have that. Now, Pretty like, sure it was a american express maybe it's american express yeah yeah it was american express black and there's been some other ones like that right where rich people have these special cards this is not that this is not a status symbol it just means you own an iphone like that's all that it means i I don't know i thought that was like one of the funniest (laughs) responses i saw was that uh this is the new status symbol um what else did they announce? Uh, if it's a good card, though, what, 2% cash back on most purchases? I mean, if it's a good card, it's got some good terms, interest what? rates, whatever, it could be a solid option for some people, like for the Apple people. So, I so mean, if, so. if you use the credit card, it's 1%. 
If you use Apple Pay, it's 2%. And if you buy things directly from Apple, it's 3%. That's, I mean, that's not bad. I guess it's not bad. I, I, guess I just I don't, don't buy any pro- Apple products. Right, so. that's the thing. If you use yeah. Apple Pay all the time, getting 2% daily cash is not terrible. Because they say you can just spend it like the next day. It's just there and all that stuff. It's kind of solid. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's an interesting idea. And especially because it's like built into your phone and then they'll send you a physical card if you want it. Um, oh, I want it. And the daily cashback stuff makes it like more willing to probably use it to get daily cashback and stuff. So... I think it's actually kind of a cool idea, but uh, I don't think Google's ever going to do that. Remember Google tried to have like the Google card. I think I probably still have one somewhere. It was just a dead. My card. Google wallet card. Yeah. yeah I've that got thing. that. Yeah. Somewhere. It's like fully dead though. Right. You can't use it oh, at all. Yeah. I'm positive. It's dead. Yeah. There's no way. Um, so Apple talked about Apple TV coming to uh, a whole bunch of other TVs like Samsung, LG, Sony, Vizio TVs will have that app and Roku and fire TV will as well. No Android TV, of course, which is just perfect. Um, so if you were interested in any of the Apple TV services, you'll have access to those soon. That's, that's kind of it. Uh, after that, they spent about an hour and a half just like rolling out celebrities to talk about their shows that are upcoming. And to be honest, it was, it was, uh, it gave me anxiety and a headache and it was awful. So uh, I stopped watching at that point. Anyway, so Apple announced some stuff. I don't know that any of the stuff they announced is game changing, the credit card seems the most interesting of them all. And then I guess if the shows on their Apple TV plus thing are really, really, really good, maybe you would want to sign up in addition to Netflix. That was the other thing is the whole thing was about Apple going, please pay us more money per month for stuff, which I know they need to make money. Cause iPhone sales are probably like plateaued a little bit here. Sure. Uh, but like how much money are you going to pay Apple every month? I mean, some of this stuff we're talking apparently a lot. Yeah, if you do the arcade thing and the news thing and Apple TV Plus, you might be paying Apple like sixty bucks a month just for services. I have no idea. But if that's where you're getting all your content from, I think that's fine, right? I mean, if you're not paying for a cable subscription plan from your TV service for a hundred dollars a month or whatever, I know like cable TV still costs a fortune for some reason, even though I pay. $35 a month for YouTube TV and I'm I love it to death. Yes. And then there's YouTube. Billions of hours of free content on the web. Are you kidding? So like I just I don't pay a lot for TV. So, however, so if people are getting all their content a month from Apple, so be it. I guess if they want to. People Netflix like, though. I mean, people God. like paying stuff to Apple. Netflix is so good. Don't no one should no company should say oh we want to we want to compete with Netflix. Good luck, dude. They've got original movies, original shows coming out every single day and they're all pretty good. <laughs> like I just watched that new one, that Frontier one with Ben Affleck. Not yeah, terrible. I do I it, do want to watch it, but I haven't been like rushing to the TV to watch it. It's cool if you like kind of military special force stuff. Well, I, I mean, love just, heist you know, movies. Like heist movies are one of those things that I like and that's kind of what it is. Okay, if you like heist movies, I gotta say it was like the worst heist movie oh, I've no, ever seen. Oh, really? I, that's, like, that's what it's supposed to be. They just kind of make it all tough military assassiny, but yeah, it's supposed like, to be a heist movie. Yeah, it makes no sense. Oh, like, you'll just have to watch it and get I'll back to me, it, but yeah. I, I didn't think it was very good in terms of a heist movie because mm. um, I can't say anything about spoiling it. Yeah, so, all right. either way, you should. That's I mean, depressing. and but that that just comes with my subscription. I didn't have to go to the movie theater. And, you know, risk my life out there in the public uh, to see that movie. So, that was good. 
Yeah, the idea of paying Apple on top of their really, 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 really expensive hardware, um, like a monthly fee to use their to use some of their stuff, uh, doesn't sound awesome. But people people do love to pay Apple lots of stuff. Uh, Andy is currently in traffic. Says hi, hello, Andy. Yeah, hi, Andy. I just want to say, don't drive in trivia, please, because we're about to kick off trivia, and it's... I don't want you texting and driving, and then you crash, and the cop is like, "Why are you crashing?" He's what like, if... "I had to get that ten dollar Google Play credit." But just think if Andy's driving and answers via voice and wins. Like, oh, sheesh. Like, that's that's skill and great mobile internet. <laughs> Clinton with the twist. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clinton also said Tim didn't want to get mobbed by fans. That's funny because I almost forgot my own name. Uh, I was out um, just on the street the other day, and some guy was like, Oh my God, there he is. And I was like, I thought my own name was, oh my God, there he is. Because so many people say that around me. <laughs> Actually, I stole that from uh, some other podcast. That's Chris. That's Chris De- D'Elia. Oh God, he's a funny man. So funny. Too funny. Anyway. Oh, he's, Andy's driving a manual too. Andy, if you win, uh, <laughs> we might just have to double your prize or something. Oh, I like it. If he wins. All right. Moving on to other services. One of which you just mentioned, YouTube TV is, uh, well, it's, it's fully nationwide as of this week. So if you live in, uh, well, actually when they announced it, they gave a little shout out to Glendive, Montana, as if that's like the smallest, most garbage place on the planet. Uh, and then they said it's available everywhere. So I'm from Montana. I've never even been to Glendive. (laughs) So I kind of get where Google is going from there. Um, I feel like I played them in basketball or something like Glendive. Like they're like, I think they're way out East, like in the middle. I don't even know where Glendive is. And I am from, well, now I got to look up the population and all that. Yeah. We're looking up Glendive right now. Glendive, Montana. We are looking at a population of 5,107. I mean, that's huge. That's solid. I'm looking up on the map now to see if I actually ever did make it there. Oh, baby, it's deep. Oh, it's almost to the border of North Dakota. Yeah, I've never been what? there. I've definitely... Fly over state. Fly I've over state. I've definitely never been to Glendive. <laughs> the point they were making was that way out in the middle of nowhere, Glendive, a... Montana, it's available. So if you That's are cool. in, a, in, a, in a town that has actual TV service, uh, you can access YouTube TV now. I wonder what Glendive's internet is like. You know, like who services that town? It can't be Comcast. It's got to be some local thing, I guess. Yeah, so they Satellite. have. So I, th- I think Spectrum is the big one in Montana, <laughs> which is basically Comcast. They're yeah. they're terrible, but I think it's I think it's Spectrum. Nice. Yeah. You, Scott says YouTube TV is kind of pricey. Someone sell me on it. Uh, Price. Well, Tim and I got into the original thirty five. Still, it. It seems fairly cheap. I mean, you have like upwards of 70 or so channels now. I know some yep. of them are like crap you would never, ever watch. But what is it? 40 bucks a month now? It's 40 bucks 45? a month now. It's, four, it's 40. Bad. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I signed up for it. It's got all the local channels too, at least here in Portland. Um, as Android TV apps, apps on phones. It's super slick. Access it from computer. I don't know. I. It's great, I think. But again, Scott, you said you don't watch sports. I do, and it has all the sports channels I need, so it's kind of perfect. It still doesn't have Food Network, HGTV, Travel Channel, MTV, Comedy Central. It doesn't have those groups of channels. So if you like those, you probably should not sign up for YouTube TV. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's pricey when you compare it to combining Hulu, just the kind of streaming aspect of Hulu, not the live TV part, and Netflix. But, I mean... 
TV is always is going to be more expensive just because they've, you know, those are networks that are trying to, you know, run their companies and stuff. So it's just, it's more expensive. Yeah. Uh, also big as Clinton mentions, unlimited DVR. You do have, oh, cloud free, you have DVR. free DVR included and you can record just everything with like the click of a button. It's super easy. So yeah. Yeah. See, Scott says no food network. I know no food network or HGTV no or HGTV. travel channel. Yeah, yep. those are all not. There. That's the big one. Yeah. My girlfriend, we were going to what's that uh, like five dollar a month service or whatever. I forget. Um, either it has HGTV, Food Network, all that. It's just sort of like some add on plan. You get like seven dollars a month. But I was like, yeah, no one's watching that much HGTV a month like in this house. Come on now. So my mom was here babysitting the other night, and we came home. She was watching uh, like House Hunters or something, and I was mm-hmm. like how are you watching house hunters? We don't have HGTV and she was watching it through Hulu. So Hulu, which I signed up a while ago for like a one dot. Holy shit. <laughs> don't say it. Don <laughs> just dropped a $50 donation. 50 bomb. Don. 50 bomb Don. 50 That's his name from now on. 50 bomb Don. 50, 50 bomb, bomb Don. 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 Don Wilson. What Thank a you so much. Jesus, dude. <laughs> 50 bomb Don. Don Don just dropped 50. Not even kidding for those who are listening later on. That's nuts. Thank you so much. And he hasn't, he just even, made... he hasn't even said anything since. Uh. He just drops 50 and like <laughs> peaced out. I'm, I'm not even sure. He just made all you free super chat donations look pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Wow, that is... Uh, yeah. Thank this you, Don. Don. Thank you so much. Much appreciated. Uh, so anyway, she, I signed up Off for Hulu box. when they were doing some promo where it was like 99 cents a month for six months. I think that's almost gone. But So I have Hulu combined with uh, YouTube TV right now. I don't have live channels on Hulu. So I think my mom was watching like pre-recorded like HGTV. So if you really love HGTV and you don't need to watch it live, like you can add on like Hulu or something like that. And if you're on Spotify, you can get Hulu for free. You know, you can start combining all of these things. And then I had access to apparently HGTV and I didn't know it this entire time. I'd imagine Food Network's probably on there too. I had Gosh. no idea. I just got Hulu again with that Spotify deal. And uh, so I, I have like a whole new service to learn about. And now you that have one Handmaid's show, Tale. And I was going to say Handmaid's Tale. I, I, people keep telling me about it. So I got I to gotta, gotta watch it's the it. the most depressing screwed up show ever <laughs> and completely addicting. It's coming back, right? Like yes. season three or whatever. Yeah, season three soon. Sometime okay. soon. Like a month. So I got to catch a it. month or I something. Gotta... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Jesus, Don dropped fifty bucks. Anyway, he's going to live up there for a long time on that yeah. uh, timer. He really is. Yeah. Nice work, Don. Uh, so anyway, YouTube TV is everywhere. Feel free to uh, sign up. We're big fans of it. Um, I used PlayStation View for a long time prior to. Uh, YouTube TV, but PlayStation View kept shuffling networks and getting rid of stuff, and then they raised prices. <laughs> Direct TV now, I think, has also been shuffling and raising prices. I mean, Google raised price from thirty-five to forty, but that thirty-five price was never realistic for long. Right. Um, I know a lot of people are into Sling TV, and they offer a couple of different bundles. Uh, you can combine different packages of stuff, right? Like maybe Sling has some of the stuff you want, and YouTube TV will get you through more. But then you're like, your cable price is starting to get up there. I guess what I'm trying to say is you can't have it all with streaming TV service. You just kind of can't. Yeah. Somebody mentioned in the chat they combined Philo and YouTube TV. I don't know much about Philo. That's one of those I haven't really tried. So. Don still hasn't said a word, by the way. 
Don's, he doesn't have to say a word. He just he just alpha mailed all of us and just like <laughs> fifty bomb. I'm out. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, the wildest thing. He's just like here's fifty bucks. Boom. Total boss move. Total boss move. Only an alpha would do such a thing. I am like I'm scared because I'm a beta. I'll say it right now. I'm a beta. He just I'm terrified. <laughs> Don fifty. Bomb, he just came Don. over here and owned it. He really did. Love it. All right, AT&T, uh, this week, well, over the past couple of weeks, people have been doing this thing where they go, oh, AT&T, you're going to put a 5GE logo on your phones, huh? Well, we're going to put you to the test. <laughs> and so uh, people have been doing battles between <laughs> Verizon, T-Mobile, and AT&T. And Verizon and T-Mobile obviously are still 4G LTE, which so is AT&T 5GE. They just put a fake name on top of it. What's going I'm on sorry. Here? I'm just laughing at these silly comments. The comments are pretty great today. <laughs> Don's not talking because he's frantically trying to reverse the fifty dollar. He's like, I only tried five dollars. What the hell? Classic. Oh, not, a boss, <laughs> not a boss. Not a boss. So people have been doing speed tests, and uh, every time I've seen someone do a speed test, I don't know if it's just because it makes a great headline or not, but they're saying that or AT and T's five G E is not even as fast in many situations as Verizon and T-Mobile's 4G LTE. Well, you know, that could be true because 5GE is not 5G. It's 4G LTE advanced, which is what (laughs) T-Mobile and Verizon have everywhere at this point. (laughs) Jesus. Sorry. The chat really is. Chat's loving Wait, did he say so? He did. He did. Don. Says, I am too old to say too much. Known Tim on social media, uh, social network since the old days. Nice, dude. Don, we really appreciate it, man. Don's the man. Thanks for finally chiming in, too. We were wondering what was going on there. <laughs> what a beast. Don. Hell Big yeah. Don the bomb. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, uh, the speed test show, the ATT 5GE, uh, not surprising to anyone who understands that it's a fraud of a name. Uh, it's not as fast in many situations as Verizon and T-Mobile's networks. Okay. We, yep. can, we can move right out of there, right? Uh, T-Mobile, though, is uh, has launched its trial network, or I should say its trial program of its home internet. So T-Mobile, they want to merge a Sprint to try and sell that package to the world and the U.S. government, number one. They said, look, we want to do at-home or home internet service, and we'll take it to rural places that don't have internet. We'll make it really fast and cheap, and there will be no monthly or no monthly fees, no contracts, all of that stuff, right? And they said, we're going to start by doing an LTE home internet. So they've started that select customers, rural areas, not everyone. You can't just go sign up for this. They have to actually invite you to it. Um, anyway, that has started. Nice. Uh, it's 50 bucks per month if you, oh. do, if you do auto pay. Oh. And you could get speeds upward of 50 megabits per second down. Uh, no fees, no equipment charges. All you pay is 50 bucks per month. And they send you this little, it's basically a hotspot box, if you think about it. It's probably a little bit bigger than a normal little hotspot. Um, has an LTE logo and button to show if you're connected properly. And you just plug it in. You hit up a little app <laughs> on your phone. And then you have T-Mobile at home LTE. Nice. So the only concern I have with this is, you know, whenever we're traveling and we fire up the old DL BossFi hotspot. Oh, yeah. That is the name of our hotspot, by the way, is DL BossFi. Um <laughs> The connection to it always sucks. It doesn't matter like what really? phone. Okay, not not. That's okay. just not true. All right, well, let me explain that. So what I mean is sometimes we lock on there and it's great and it gets us through the work we're doing. We've even had it where the connection's fast enough that we can upload a video or something like that through a computer. But does it kind of feel sometimes like the connection isn't that stable? 
You know what I mean? Like mm. you fire it up and it, and like my phone will download. It says I have like 50 down, 15 up. And then we fire up the boss fire and you connect and you go, this just doesn't feel that fast. I, maybe it's just a me thing. I don't know. Might just be a me thing or a you thing. Just because whenever I connect, it's like when I, I have to. So I will take anything over That's nothing true. in terms of Wi-Fi. So I guess what I'm saying is, I don't ever feel like it's the most stable connection in that okay. in that situation. Maybe at home with a box that's more powerful and ready for this sort of situation than your phone is, it might be great. I just worry that like home internet at over an LTE signal for one might not be the best. Uh, that said, if it becomes 5G and any of the promises are lived up to there with 5G, that could be different. But the LTE thing, I kind of just go, why don't you just sell these guys like a hotspot thing? I don't know. Mm. What happened to Don? You just gave him a big crown. Oh, he retired in 2011. I still li- just live in the dream and awesome. watching Droid Life Pod. I mean, like, like, that's me one day when I retire. Um, if kids my age are even going to be able to retire. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not thinking so. We'll we're, be working until the day we retiring. die. Yeah, you and I are never retiring. Um, yeah. yeah, just sit around, hang out, drink a beer, watch tech, just chain revolutionize overnight every night but yeah good stuff oh man cheers don people are don the don the bomb big bomb dono don big bomb dono bomb (laughs) big bomb dono dono don uh i love it i love it too all right uh final topic we can do this quickly but uh we asked we ran a poll and said uh Dear DL readers, do you own Google, Samsung, or OnePlus phones, or do you own something else? And I was just curious, partly because those three phone manufacturers, when we talk about their phones, everyone gets excited. And when we talk about, as we mentioned earlier, LG or anybody else, no one seems to care that much. And the, uh, well, the the votes, uh, assuming oh, yeah. they can be taken seriously, sort of kind of confirm that. Uh, 5% of you say that you don't own a Google, Samsung, or OnePlus phone. Five percent. So, forty-one percent was for Samsung. Twenty-seven percent was a Google. Twenty-seven percent was a OnePlus. That's uh, crazy. I did actually kind of try to match these up to uh, our actual analytics to see what phones people are browsing from, and like the Samsung and Google numbers were pretty spot on. The OnePlus numbers are bloated, probably because someone at OnePlus's forums was like, "Hey, everyone, go vote <laughs> in this poll." Um, so the numbers are actually sort of right in that sense but google and samsung for us are number one and number two by far and then like apple was actually up there in turn on our analytics and then below that OnePlus and motorola were kind of mixed in but uh yeah so we're never talking about anything else outside of samsung google or OnePlus phones apparently not <laughs> unfortunately oh justin's got a moto g5s all right moto g5s plus wow pixel tammy here just reading to see if anyone has anything else. We have a yeah. Clinton misses the old moto. We all do. We all, we all miss the old moto. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, just because, I mean, hey, it's getting late now. Might be that oh, God, time. It's late. I think it's, uh, I think it's uh, trivia People time. People have been asking. Bring it on. <laughs> Seizure warning. Like, just stop talking and uh, get to trivia. All right. Uh, it is trivia time. Yeah. The lights are on. Mm-hmm. The dance the dance is out. Uh, so for those of you new around here, don't know how this works. At the end of every show, we do trivia. We have five questions. We'll put the questions up on the screen. If you're watching live on YouTube <laughs> and uh, first question, whoever answers the fastest in the YouTube chat 
you win whatever the prizes are. And this week we are giving everyone who wins $10 in Google play credit. So we have five questions. We'll have five winners. All you got to do is just answer as quickly as you can. Once we post that question or read it out loud, Tim will read it too in the chat really fast. We'll tell you who wins. We just look at our screen and whoever's first with the right answer wins. Apologies. If you think you're first on the screen, you probably aren't. We go with whatever's on our screen. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Don't Don't email us saying, but I've got a screenshot. No, man. I mean, you can, but we'll probably just tell you that you're wrong. We're doing it by the books here. And Um, winner number one, Don. I'm just kidding. This is not a a pay-to-play event. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, I'm ready for question number one when you are. All right. Question. uh, I'm not ready. I am ready now. Question number one is going up now oh now now <laughs> stadia is the plural noun of what english word oh. ah yes again stadia is the plural noun of what english word oh my god ben jacobs with the the quickness correct answer of stadium yes, mm, yes. ben jacobs congratulations so it was oh, almost it, a trick question and then wasn't yeah and i'm pretty sure ben, ben was like win that <laughs> Sorry, I said, how did Ben win that though? He was like spamming off some other stuff, including a lol, and then drops the stadium right answer. Dude, he's just, he's got that quickness. That was quick. Stadium. That was super quick. Stadium, the correct answer there. All uh, right. I'm seeing a lot of correct guesses, so congratulations everyone if you got it right. But there can only be one. <laughs> ben Jacobs. Oh, there's only one Ben Jacobs. This is true. The dude's a winner. Uh, Question number two, please. Question number two is going up now. So I may have brought this up earlier. What was the original monthly price of YouTube TV? So when it first launched, what was the original monthly price of YouTube TV? Ooh, Eli. Eli Kuznikov? Yep. With the correct answer of $35. Eli Kuznikov. Sounds like an NBA player's name. He actually does sound like an NBA player. Cool. Also, yeah, if you typed in 35 and it says like pending review or something, we see all those. It's just like YouTube doing a spam thing. Eli was first. So if you did and you're like, mine didn't show, I was first. You weren't. Just nice. throwing that out there. Eli did actually win. And I do see a bunch of you like Irvin and Nate and see. Zach. Like I see yours is all pending, but you guys weren't first anyway. So don't worry. Irvin, you, Irvin you weren't second, but you were close. You were like fourth or something. Super close. Yeah. All right. And congratulations on your name, Eli Kuznikov, you lucky guy. Definitely an NBA player. Yeah, no one pronounces my last name right. Anyway, uh, let's go with third question, please. Question number three. Question number three is up now. How much RAM does the Galaxy Fold have? Clinton should totally win this. Again, how much RAM does the Galaxy Fold have? Zachary Webb. I got Zach Webb with the win. With there. the correct answer of twelve, he was the first one in. I'm seeing a ton of ton of comments with twelve. Yes, congratulations goes out to Zachary Webb. <laughs> Seriously, though, where did Clint not even answer this one? Because you know, Clint's had this running thing where for every answer he just puts twelve. <laughs> twelve. Dude, <laughs> and I don't Clinton, think he did on this dude. one. Wait, did he? He put eight, yep, he answered he with an eight. Well, I see here he, he he does have a twelve. If it's just way, it just wasn't <laughs> fast enough. 
He must be delayed. That's not have been fast enough. That's tough. That's uh, tough. That one was almost built for you, Clinton. It was built for Clinton. I tried. (laughs) All right. Uh, All right. Question number four, please. Question number four is up now. What month is the Galaxy Note 10 reported to launch this year? What month is the Galaxy Note 10 reported to launch? So, like, be announced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw it. God, you guys are so quick. Uh, is that Ricky Grundy Jr.? Yes. Yes, Ricky. August. Ricky Grundy Jr. with August. According to nice. the report from ET News, where they talked about the no buttons and all that stuff, they said they will announce it in August. Yep. Gotta and possibly launch the same month. So August. <laughs> all right. Congratulations again, Ricky. I am ready for question number for the, the final. Oh, final. Last fifth question. Here we go. All right, here goes. Question number five is up now. Ooh. Which year did LG launch the G3, its first phone with a quad HD display? Again, which year did LG launch the G3, its first phone with a quad HD display? Damien? Coming quick. Yeah, Damien Holguin? Yep, Damien. 2014. 2014? Yes. Congratulations, Damien. So, if you guys have never won trivia before, I'm pretty sure a few of you have, but if you have not, um, that would be Ben Jacobs, Eli Kuznikov, Zachary Webb, Ricky Grundy Jr., and Damian Holguin. Uh, I'm going to put my fax number in here because I don't do emails anymore. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I'm going to put my email in the chat. You guys will email me, and I will make sure that you get your Google Play credit today. We need like a fax button I can hit to make the noise. Oh, no, that's like the modem noise. We need a fax noise, too. Yeah. I need a soundboard. I think I need to upgrade the podcast with a soundboard. <laughs> it's tempting. Email Dude. email Tim right now, winners. I think Ben already emailed me. Uh Ben, I will forward you on to Tim. Boom, boom, boom. Tim at droid-lap.com. Ben's like, send my money now. Now. He's got he's obviously got something oh, he I wants. Think he to. Already, I think he already got you anyway. Yep, I see it. All right, great. Ben. Fantastic. That was trivia. That was a good show. Thanks to 50 Bomb Don, the oh man he's bomb. Still up there. He's still at the top. Floating. He'll be there till tomorrow. <laughs> he will be there. Uh, outside of Don, thanks Nick, Dustin, Clinton, Xavier, Russell, Scott twice, and Don again for all the donations. Fantastic. Appreciate all that support. I hope everyone has a safe and fun weekend. Yeah, it's beautiful here in Portland. I don't know what it's like in your neck of the woods, everyone else, but it is, uh, it's beautiful here. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably be back next week. What, what's going on these days in terms of Android? Well, the G8's coming soon. G8's coming soon. We've already reviewed Samsung stuff. We got Android Q, but it's kind of janky now. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. There's stuff. Google I.O.'s coming soon. A month. Two and a, ma- oh. a month and a half. Something like that. I literally have... Uh, uh. Oh I have like a thousand cases for the Galaxy S10 and S10 Plus. So next week, early next week, you're going to see a video of Tim talking about the greatest cases for the Galaxy S10 and S10 yes. Plus. Then we're going to do a massive giveaway. So if you have an S10 or S10 Plus, get ready for that. 
Uh, and speaking of uh, not related at all, Damien just dropped $10 donation. Said have a great weekend, guys. Woo, woo. Thanks, Damien. Like Damien, beers awesome. are on you and Don this weekend. <laughs> Big dono bomb Don. <laughs> I think I change that every time I say it. Big it sounds good either dono way. Bomb no matter Don. what it does. It does sound Dude, really good. And Damien, awesome. and Damien, thanks for the 10 bucks. Damn. Much appreciated, guys. Namaste. Uh, all right, cool. Well, uh, anything else? I think that's it. That might be it. Thank you guys again so much. We'll catch you next time. All right. Enjoy the show episode 199. Next episode is 200. 200. Peace. Peace.